How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Liz. If you enjoy a podcast where I forgot to plug in the laptop and I'm too lazy to plug in the laptop, well, you're in the right place because that's what you're giving for the next hour or so. Or so. I am going to go on a rush here anyway because, uh, you know what? Actually, yeah, plug it in. <laughs> so, um... But yeah, so yeah, I didn't plug in the laptop, but I did wire management in the studio. It's a lot cleaner in here. Uh, there's better organization. We so, went on an organization binge yesterday. Yeah, we did. So yeah, like you organized the bathroom, you organized the kitchen, I organized in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, got stuff in the garage organized, and um, yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot more open in here. Yeah, we redid the living room. Yeah, we rearranged the living room last weekend. Mm-hmm. It was nice. So it's uh, it's becoming a lot more cleaner, a lot more, um, I guess uh, not. I don't want to say organized again. It's a lot more. We did some fall cleaning. Yeah, but yeah, because I'm I'm trying to prepare myself to start writing the album mm-hmm. pretty soon. And you need a good space to do it in. Yeah, not like this place was a mess to start with, but. but- the la- the having things everywhere like you don't really like clutter no um so to have things that didn't belong in the room and wires really drive you crazy mm-hmm. like it was not a creative space for you no whereas now it is yeah it's definitely uh there and we also filmed the evolved video Woo-hoo! That we haven't started editing yet. No, I was going to do it this weekend, and then we like were really busy yesterday, and I don't want to ruin my last day of the weekend. Yeah. So maybe I'll do it sometime this week. Yeah. Hopefully I'm not as tired this week as I was last week. Uh, I don't think I will be. And it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great yeah, one. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. It's um just getting the motivation to do it, because I don't do it as nor- as regular as I used to, so I'm used to the routine I have now. I keep thinking, you know, I keep thinking about that with high foot, high I um, he yep. Sit down. There you go. Up. Do it. Well, his feet are slipping. Yeah, he doesn't have the best sneaker feet. No. But doesn't have good grip. Oh, okay. We're putting my arm down. That's great. So <laughs> locking you in. Locked in. So, anyways, um, as I was saying before, what was I saying? <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah talk, talk about getting motivation. Um. Yeah, I was talking to Adnan a little bit uh, when we were recording Strangecast, mm-hmm. and you know he's starting to lose motivation to even like upload anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started talking about the struggles I I talked about last week with just like uh, you know do I continue with music mm-hmm. or do I go with chefing? And we're both in the same kind of mindset. Like if we don't keep like at it, yeah, then you know someday we'll we'll never reach the goal that we had in mind. Yeah. You'll look back and say, well, if I had put in the work, would I have gotten it? Exactly. You know? And and I, and I know full, I know full and well that if I were to make into music, my, my lifespan will be like five years in the music thing. Yeah. Like I, I know but it's just like a flash. You, you were like, yeah, I did it. Exactly. You I know? just want to say like, I did it, dude. Like yeah. I know it would be a flash in the pan and then I would have to look for something else. Because, uh, you know, there's only a handful of artists that ever, like, that, that ever go through time. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy Logic. I still enjoy Coed and Cambria. But, like, there's only a handful of artists that I've listened to 
uh, five years ago that I still listen to now. Yeah. Because I, I even asked Adnan, I was like, what artists have you listened to in 2017 that you're listening to today? Yeah. There's only a handful. Yeah. You know? Um, I can't even think of the people that I was listening to in 2017. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so, like, I know I would be a flash in the pan, but at least I did it. Yeah. And it's one thing if, say, you do this for 10 years. Say you're, you get to your 40th birthday mm-hmm. and you have not made any movement in that career. Yeah. Like, you're putting stuff out and it's not happening. Yeah. Then you reevaluate. But oh, I wouldn't say by 35. But, but, but that's what I mean. If you move, if you are making forward motion. Yeah. Like, you might not have made it yet. But if I'm making but something. But if people are showing interest mm-hmm. in five years. Yeah. Then you keep going. Exactly. You know? Whereas, like, with chefing, I'm still in the in the game. Um, I'm still interested. It's just, like, one of those things. I'm like, I can do it whenever I want. Mm-hmm. Like, restaurants will just ask anybody, you know? Yeah. Um. But if you want to make it in the arts, you got to keep grinding. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I told Adnan. And that's, you know, kind of going back to Evolt. It's just kind of like I, I was telling him that, you know, it's kind of hard to grind at it when it's such a long process and maybe 20 people are going to see the video. Exactly. So if it was like. Especially when, like we said, when we moved here, we grew other priorities. Yeah. Like I really. In- oh, yeah, sorry. No, I knew what I was going to talk about. Like, okay. um, when we were saying, like, not having the time, I, I don't know how we had the time to no do. Idea. Like, well, back that's the in- thing. We didn't do anything. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Not that we do a ton now, but we do relax more. Mm-hmm. We get to the end of the day after dinner. You settle in with a video game. I read or embroider. Like, I do something. Mm-hmm. Or I just chill because I sit and talk all day yeah. on the phone. So just sitting and doing nothing is nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know how we had the time to put on a production like Games of Groceries. We were very stressed. Yeah. No, it was like week to week to week to week. Like, And I had also a- add in the fact that at one point we were going to laundromat, going to two different food stores yes. on three different nights of the week. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so to like try and save money by two two different stores, um, to like save money on one thing and save money on another thing. Then we learned just find a common medium between the two. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know how we had time for that. What's the biz and E-Vault. Yeah. And I was doing, I was still doing strange casts like with Adnan every now and Every once in a while, yeah. Every once in a while I would do strange casts with Adnan. And I don't know how I had the time. Like I, I, I am stressing out of like writing this album. And I'm like, when am I going to have the time to do it? You know, um, and I don't know how I had time to do um, the EP. Like, I don't know, but mm-hmm. I, I know I'll do it and I know things will start to settle down pretty soon. Yeah. And um, yeah, but like you you've know. already seen at your job. Things are slowing down a bit. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. But yeah, I do not know how we had time. I miss games groceries a lot. Yeah. I miss games groceries a lot. <laughs> no, I do. I miss the I miss the production. I miss like what is good, all of our listeners and viewers. Uh, like I miss that energy that we had. Yeah. I miss the top three gaming news mm-hmm. that we reported on. It's like uh, number three is this, and just like 
I I like the format and I like the discussions that we had. Mm-hmm. I I very much miss doing that Games and Groceries production. Yeah, I do. It was just a lot of work. Yeah, it was, and for to, to do it for three years, which I was talking to Adnan about it. Mm-hmm. We started it in June of 2018. We ended it of June 2021. <laughs> Almost three years to the date. Yeah. Because it was June 18th and then June 27th. Mm-hmm. So almost to the date, three years mm-hmm. of doing games and groceries. And it was just kind of like, this isn't really making the forward momentum that we want to do Yeah, with this much effort put in. Yeah, we were putting in way too much time, effort, energy mm-hmm. for next to no reward. Exactly. I I, we did not get past 150 subscribers, and I'm just like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, it was great because we would get um, like almost 5,000 listens uh, per year. Yeah. That's cool and all. So, like, but it's the same people listening yeah. to every episode. So, I don't know. It just, um, you know, I, I, I do miss it. I do miss it like a lot. I just, I don't see myself putting in that time. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine having to do that still yeah exactly like it was just so stressful yeah uh and we did that plus sometimes let's plays yeah we ended those pretty quick well that's because it would never worked right yeah like it would always skip things like something that should have been so easy for me to just pop in adobe premiere oh yeah like the technical yeah like it would the like it would just glitch sometimes. It would glitch, but it would still be recording you, but it would have skipped like part of the game. It was so confusing. So like things weren't matching up. Like something that was supposed to be super easy to just pop in and export mm-hmm. was not happening. I was spending at least an hour or two yeah. editing those. No, I've been thinking about like well, also let's plays are are dead. Like they're dead yeah, on people YouTube. People don't really do them anymore. But now it's all on Twitch. And I'm like, oh man, I, I, I could do Twitch, you know, but then I'm just like no. I feel honestly I feel like if I had a Twitch, I'd probably play more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like um I I feel like I could, but I don't know. I don't even know about that because I want to write this album. Yeah. And doing a Twitch channel will take away more time. Mm-hmm. Again, talking about last week. You know, you add another thing and then something's got to give. Exactly. Just like if I were in chefing, it's just kind of like, okay, well, something's got to give and it's mm-hmm. not going to be family time. It's going to be music. Exactly. Like something's got to give. Yeah. Like you add anything else to your life and then yeah. something else has to be cut out. Yeah. Whether that's music, sleep, exercise, mm-hmm. um, you know, something's got to give. So, like, I keep thinking about, like, oh, Twitch would be fun to do. I think I could do it because I got a high-energy personality. Yeah. Like, I think I could do it. Um, But it's not really the thing that I want to do, whereas writing this album is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it sucks. Now, if we won, like, a lot of money and I didn't have to work anymore, if I had 40 hours free in the week. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, I... I would consider bringing games and groceries back. Like if we had if both. If we both weren't working. Both. I was going to say, if you're not working, I'm still the one that has to edit. The no, 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 <laughs> no. If we both were working now, if I was not working, yeah, maybe I would do a Twitch channel. Yeah. I was going to say, you can still do like, if you weren't working and I was, which yeah. I don't care what anyone's opinion about that is. That's what we would do. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would be the best stay at home dad. Oh my straight God. Up. Yeah. Oh, straight up. Um, 
Not to say you want to be a good stay-at-home mom. No, I mean, all I've ever wanted was to be a mom. I know I'll, I'll be a good mom, but just our personalities, mm-hmm. you would do better being home mm-hmm. and being a stay-at-home dad if we had a kid. Yeah, I'd be a baller stay-at-home dad. Than me staying home. Like, preferably we'd both stay home. Yeah. But I meld better into the working environment. I don't. Than Adam does. Yeah. Um, And I really want to be a realtor. So yeah. it's like make my own schedule anyway at one point. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, um, no, I, I just think about that. It's like, yeah, if I had, if I had all the time in the world, yeah, I would. But, you know, this is what me and Marcus talked about too. Like we're just, you know, we are at our jobs to fund our artistic ideals. Mm-hmm. But if we had an option, we would be spending 15 hours a day. Yeah. Like seven days a week doing the artistic things that we want to do mm-hmm. that we want to pursue so yeah like no like if, if i had all the time in the world mm-hmm. sure i would yes definitely but the uh, problem is is like as a grown adult you gotta like you, something's gonna give exactly but i don't know we already talked about this last week but yeah yeah no it's just like thinking about like i i, I have been thinking about games groceries a lot really like, yeah i have um especially since we had katie bentz on yeah, strange cast, and she was on Games of Groceries, and that was so, such a fun time. Yeah, um, I liked the setup and I liked the flow of the show. It was nice. Yeah, but yeah, no, there there would have to be a lot more time on our plates. Oh yeah, yeah. If we won millions of dollars and we had all time in the world, yeah, sure. I forget what we calculated, but I remember it was like around thirty hours a week we were putting into Games of Groceries. Yeah, like collectively, it was a lot. It was about, yeah, about 30 hours. Yeah. Like between 20 and 30. Yeah. So it was like a part-time job on top of our full-time job. Yeah, except for the part-time job didn't pay. It didn't so pay. I've honestly been considering a part-time job. I don't know. Wait. Just thinking about it. No. Absolutely. Why not? Because you're already stressed enough. Yeah. No. You True. Didn't. This is the first time well, you told me this. Well, like, I, it's not that I, like, seriously consider. I just think, like... God, that would be so much easier than just trying to get a whole new job. No, because here's the problem. Here's the problem uh, nowadays, right? Uh, nobody can just have a part-time job anymore. Yeah. Nobody can because there's such a problem with uh, lack of employees. Yeah. Right? So they'll be like, well, can you work on this day? Yeah, exactly. Like You can't pick and choose your hours anymore yeah. because... Whereas, like, when we were younger, you could go to a place and say, hey, I'll work weekends. And they'll be like, cool, great, get in here. Yeah, and that's the thing. It has everything to do with, like, um, like how many hours you have to give out to your employees. Yeah. Right? Back in the day, when I say back in the day, I mean, like, five years ago, mm-hmm. five, ten years ago, you know, there was, like, a lot of employees working, and there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of hours. So if somebody just came in and like, said. I just need one day a week. They'd be yeah. like, cool. Yeah, like, oh, that's perfect, because I only have one day a week. Yeah. Like to give out, yeah. right? Whereas nowadays, it's like there's so many people quitting their jobs. There's so many people just uh, flaking, and there's so many hours to give out mm-hmm. and so many hours to fill that if anybody was to do a full time job plus like like a one day to two day a week for yeah. ten to fifteen hours, you would be hated because yeah. like you're not doing enough to like fill in the gaps. In their opinion, yeah. yeah. Like if somebody came in, like. If somebody wanted to come into the kitchen, you know, doing a part-time job right now, like I'm thinking of my job. Yeah. 
I, I, I think we could provide it, but like, I think I'm thinking realistically in the hours we can give out. Yeah. I'm thinking realistically the minimum would be at least three nights a week. Yeah. Like that's minimum. Yeah. You know, cause we, we got some needs yeah, here and true. there. So yeah, no, I am. I, I, I am under the belief that nobody can really get a truly yeah, part-time job. I didn't think of that. Yeah. I wasn't thinking today's terms. <laughs> yeah. In today's world, I don't think you can get a part-time yeah, job. That's true. Because they would ask too much of you. Yeah. Whereas I'd only be looking for like one day a week. Exactly. No, in today's world right now. Like I just want paycheck where I can make 200, 300 bucks extra pocket change. Yeah. Because that's why I think millennials are doing like the side hustles. Yeah. Because there's no such thing as a part-time job anymore. Yeah. There's only side hustles. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, now, don't get me started about youth ministries that say part-time. There is we no s- you to be here all the time. Yeah. There's no such thing as a part-time ministry job. No. I'm sorry to tell you, there's no such thing. It's either seven days a week, 24-7. You're, you're getting calls and... Uh, emails and asking for advice. Blah, blah, blah. We like, got calls after we left the it, church. Exactly. No, like, I, yeah, I remember that. They, are, they would be calling me, and I'm like, I'm not the youth pastor anymore. I'm not anymore. the youth pastor. This is not my responsibility. Still love the kid, but not my job. Exactly. So, no, like, whenever I saw, like, part-time youth pastor, there's no such thing yeah. as part-time ministry. They just don't want to pay you a lot. Exactly. That's really all it was. They just didn't want to pay you full-time hours. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I'm just like, no, I'm... I'm good. No, like yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So, part-time jobs. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's just like because, like I said, it's just getting so frustrating trying to find a new job that mm-hmm. pays me more. Yes. Um. Which I'm just gonna touch on a little bit of Go like the biggest problem that we've been facing is that a lot of the companies, and I completely understand. Mm-hmm. They don't want to stay after five when their hours are done. And I understand that because I don't want to, I wouldn't want to stick around. No. But the problem is I have a job Mm -hmm. and I work till five o'clock. So I can't come in for interviews. Now I work from home and Mm -hmm. I can do phone interviews and Zoom interviews during my lunch because I have an hour lunch. And I tell them that I'm like, I can do this. But a lot of them are turning me away because they insist that I come in Mm -hmm. during the day. And use your PTO. And use my pay time off or just call out of work. But one, I find that to be disrespectful to my job. I don't like doing it. I feel dirty doing it. Because I don't. I already feel bad that I you know, apply for jobs behind their back and things. Um, and I did a few months ago when I was applying for a job. Mm-hmm. I used PTO. I called out of work. I made up an excuse of why I was asking out all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like doing that, but I was like, I think I got, I can get, I think I'm going to get this job. I just need to get through the interview. So I was like, oh, I'll use my PTO. No big deal. I'll get the job and it won't be, and it won't matter. I didn't get the job Mm -hmm. and I've wasted those four hours of PTO. Yeah. And that sucks. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that again. Right. So it's, that's been our like biggest struggle because everyone's like, well, we want you to come. It's like, well, I have a job. Yeah. And they deserve my respect and my time, you know, like. And I even say, like, when they ask, why are you leaving? I'm like, I love my job. Sure. I'm not leaving it because I hate it there. I just need more money. And my job isn't in a position to give me what I need. Right. Without maybe some motivation. Now, if I came to my boss and said, hey, I've been offered a job for this much. Yeah. I want to stay. Yeah. And then they might be able to. But my job. Does my mom know? 
that you're leaving? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember I, in my the yes. very first job that I applied for, she I put her down as a reference. I'm like, oops, I forgot we weren't telling her. Oh, that's I had right. Because I wasn't going to till later. Um, but then I went her down as a reference. I was like, oh, okay, we need to tell your mom. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just it's hard to save up for a house and everything with yeah. student loans and all that. Yeah. Um, without making more money. And it's sad to think about that, that you need like a hundred K a year just to, you know, be be nice yeah. and comfortable. It's my, sad to think about that. Yeah. With and student my loans. company kind of is attempting to balance it. They emailed us all this week mm-hmm. and said, Hey, the company's doing really well. Um, so we're gonna give you your bone we're gonna give you half of your bonus early. Yeah. So typically we get an annual bonus and it's we get it in February. So we go through the whole year, we do our evaluations, and we get our bonus in February, along with a raise if we've earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you meet all your numbers and stuff. So they're like, We're gonna give you your bonus, we're gonna give half your bonus now mm-hmm. on oct- in October. And then the other half will be in February as usual. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this, and they like brought up how with this economy and everything, like they want to help out. It's like, okay, the bonus is only going to last a couple weeks. Right. Especially for people I work with. Like I'm the youngest person in my entire department. Yeah. Everyone else in my department is fully grown, you know, has kids and lives and mortgages and things like that whatever amount like i don't remember how much my bonus was last year i can't even it wasn't a lot no i remember being like oh that's nice even if they add like a couple hundred to it this year that's still only going to be like a couple hundred and if we're splitting it in half right you know it's not going to last other people long it's not going to last us that long yes you know it for us it's going to be like oh fun money Mm -hmm. that's all it's going to be yes um so it's like this isn't really helping and someone was saying how their daughter's company didn't do a raise, but they gave every or they didn't do a bonus. They gave everyone a two dollar raise Dang. because of the economy, because the economy needs you to make more money now. Yes. Like yeah. and honestly, if I got a two dollar raise, we'd be fine. Yeah. Like where I am now, two dollar raise is like, OK, great. I'm not going to change a job for only two dollars. Oh, yeah. You'd be making more than me. Yeah. Just barely. Not by much. Not by much, but yeah. 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 And that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't. Mommy. I wouldn't change a job for $2. Like, I'm not applying to jobs. I'm applying to jobs that are like $4 more than what I'm making. It needs to be worth it for me to leave my company. Because I know I'm going to get a raise in the winter anyway. Yeah. Um. But a $2 raise is exactly what the economy is calling for. Everything is so expensive. When I took this job, we're like, oh, yeah, we can afford it. Mm-hmm. And then we moved out here and the economy just went to crap. Yes. And suddenly everything was just as expensive as it was in Pennsylvania when we left it. Yeah, it's funny that we, it's funny we always move at the right times. Like when we moved out of Long Island, New York, mm-hmm. November 2019, yeah. right before right the before pan- COVID, right before COVID hit New York pretty yeah. badly, and we moved to Pennsylvania. Now we move out of Pennsylvania to a cheaper state in North Dakota, yeah. and the economy just, yeah. So, so we're gonna move out of North Dakota someday like move over something to something terrible is gonna happen in north dakota yeah it's like uh the the ice caps are melting and north dakota's the first to fall i'm like oops <laughs> but yeah because you have to imagine if prices went up in north dakota they went up in pennsylvania yeah so it still would have been bad but so i took this job not knowing that we were gonna need more at one point so mm-hmm. now i need more and that's what i'm telling people i'm like you know with the way the economy's going my company's not paying me enough anymore they were when i started Mm-hmm. So it's just 
that balance of it's like, sorry, this all started with me saying how companies just want me to come in at five, like before five o'clock. <laughs> well, yeah. But like, like that's been my biggest trouble is like, I, I know I'm 100% qualified for these jobs, but they're just cutting me off because I won't come in while I'm working. Yeah. No, like, I'm sorry. I have a job that pays me and depends on me. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's what I mean. If like, you don't hire me, I still have to stay here. That's what I mean. Nowadays, companies are asking way too much from yeah. employees and cur- like now employees. By the way, like I'm looking at like like line cook jobs and man, they are so good. Like they know how to keep their people. Oh, yeah. Like that's the thing. Like they will hire you immediately. Yeah. There are benefits. There are discounts. There are flexible schedules. Yeah. Like the food industry knows what it's doing. Even me, who is like part of the like the leadership team. Um, like I'm only scheduled like under 40 hours. Here's my, by the way, here's my little secret here. Uh, if you ever think about like how you want to look good at your job, I schedule myself for 35 hours. So then if I ever like go over time, right. Yeah. Going into 42 hours, I look like a good, I'm a good worker. Cause you're going over what you were scheduled for. Exactly. Without working 40 to 50 hours. So that's my little secret there. Yeah. Is that like, I look like a good worker, but if I was scheduled for 40 hours and I went over time seven hours, now I'm working close to 50 hours. Yeah. So that's why I kind of give myself some wiggle room yeah. with the whole 35 hours. Cause you know, you're going to work overtime. Yeah. I know I am because like, there's not enough time in the world, uh, which is why I would say like, it would be a part-timer would be great because I'm already working. Yeah. Like overtime as it is. Um, well, overtime, question mark. Yeah. But like, that's my, that's my little secret. Yeah. Um, but like we were out the other night and talking to a waiter and they were t- talking about the pay for the kitchen and the wait staff and things like that at that place. And I was like, I really wish I was good Yeah. at restaurant work. I, but I could not do it. I know yeah. I couldn't. I was a terrible waitress and I don't want to work in a kitchen. Oh yeah, I know. I don't I like loud it. noises, and that's the thing. Like a kitchen is loud, and I can't handle that for I'm, ten hours. You should hear me in a kitchen. I'm very loud. I live with you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's what I mean. Like kitchens, there's music and there's talking and there's clanging. I don't. I couldn't do it for ten. There hours. are. I want to die. Jokes that are said that yeah. the general public should not know about. Exactly. I just don't think I would enjoy it. Mm. I'd enjoy the pay, but nothing else. Oh no, I I love what I do. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean with like, should I do music or chefing? Because I like both. Yeah. I like I like doing line cook work. Mm-hmm. I like being back in the house. I like doing that work mm-hmm. um, a lot. Uh, whether I come home stressed or not, I still enjoy it. Yeah. I did not enjoy being front of house. No. I didn't like being a shift leader in front of house at Gracie's because I had to deal with people. I didn't like being the uh, general manager at a coffee house because I had to deal with people like, oh, my coffee's too strong. It's too hot. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's not like Starbucks sweet foam. I'm like, I mm. don't. Lady. We should go to Thunder Coffee today. Oh, we should have. We should. I just didn't say we should have. I said we should. If I can't get the Eagles game. Yeah. But. Treat yourself to donuts and coffee instead. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like. I don't like being for, I love being back at the house. Yeah. And here's the thing about most of the people that I work with. I tell them all the time. I can tell you right now that you've never worked in an actual restaurant mm-hmm. and just this because they call me rude and mean. I'm like, let me tell you something right now. You're the nicest person in the kitchen. I am the nicest. I'm the one of the people that they, they push around. I'm the one who yeah. gets bullied mm-hmm. in the back of the house. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I worked in uh, the cheesesteak place for a couple weeks yeah. that. Cause you're the pretty boy. Yeah. 
Honestly, You're and too then, pretty for the kitchen. And sometimes <laughs> I would like help out back of the house at Gracie's. Yeah. Um, and what was the other thing I did back in the house? Well, I did like uh, the catering stuff. But yeah, like, no, I like doing back in the house work. Yeah. You know, um, and when I did a couple things on like the line with um, with the one, uh, I don't want to say names now. Like, yeah. because I don't want companies to know, but like when I helped out with a line in this place and I helped out on a line in the cheesesteak place a little yeah. bit, uh, I liked that work. Yeah. Front of house. I hate it. I hate, yeah. I hate people. Whereas I am perfectly fine at well, like, the house. I, we always say it all the time. I, it's not that I hate people. It's just I hate people pleasing. Exactly. I can't stand people pleasing. I, I'm a middle child. I've done it my entire life. I'm so good at it. Yeah. You're a good customer service. And I'm just like, I'm not, I like having conversations yeah. with people a lot. I care about people, but when they're like. Like coming in, expecting me like, oh, your highness. Yeah. It's like, I will literally tell people at the coffee stand like, oh, hi, how's it doing? I'm like, what do you want? Yeah. I straight up will say that. I think the only position I could do in a restaurant is host. Yeah, you could be be a great host. Yeah. I can be really loud if it's like a lot of people there. Yeah. But I am also really nice. No, you don't. You saw what I did hosting at Gracie's. Yeah. Um, By the way, quick story. And I don't know if I said this on the podcast and I'm pretty sure I have, but I just want to say it again. So I liked my favorite job I've ever worked in my entire life was Gracie's. Yeah. Like it, it really is my favorite job of all time. Yeah. Um, including youth ministry work. My job at Gracie's, whether I stressed out or not, it was my favorite job. Mm-hmm. But I did almost everything and I and I made a couple eggs on the line. So Nice. Yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to be on the line. It's just like they you, they found you so valuable as front of house. I still remember you, did, you were good at crowd control. Yeah. No, I was good at crowd control. I got people in seats. Yeah. Like exactly. I got like you I were too valuable. Like before I get to that side story, I remember there was like a like a meeting, like a front of house meeting. And Jim, who is one of the older, he's like, hey, listen, stop leaving dishes so much behind without you helping out. And all these, all the servers are like, oh, well, why? And Jim goes like, hey, if you want some dishwashing hours, we'll give them to you. If you want more hours, if you're not finding enough hours for serving, we'll give you dishwasher hours. Go for it. And I remember I pulled Jim aside. Like, you know, I would do dishwashing work. He's like, yeah, I I know you would. Like, he's like, like, that's not the problem. (laughs) He's like, I know you would. I think they kept me at front because I was very valuable up front. Mm And I never really like begged them to put me back to the house because because I knew I was helping out where yeah. I was. And the, and you knew that they liked you enough that they would try to work with you and get you some hours in the back, but they wouldn't but they'd be losing you up front. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like I know if I asked to be a line cook, yeah. They they would They would totally. have at least given you one day a week. Yeah. But I knew how valuable I was up front. Mm-hmm. They knew how valuable I was up front. Mm-hmm. So like that's the thing. I wasn't good customer service, but I got butts and seats. Yeah, exactly. Like when it was a two and a half hour wait and I was there, people were like mm-hmm. more comfortable. They're like, okay, Adam's here, Adam's hosting. Yeah. And I'm just like answering phones, like doing the online orders, warning in the kitchen. I'm like, hey, I said a family of sixteen, they're over there. Sorry about that. So you can throw a pot and pan at me, that's fine. But it's like I would go back yeah. and forth. So, anyways, going to the back and forth thing. Say- yeah. So the one side story I had was, um, so I also did a little bit of barista work mm-hmm. there, right? So the barista bar, there was a host stand and then the barista bar was behind me. Yeah. It was maybe like 15 feet behind me. Yeah. 
right? But it was a separate room. It was a separate room. You couldn't get through to the bar. You had to go to a separate area, get through to that door, and then go for there, mm-hmm. make the drink. So it was so busy that there was no barista. And I was hosting, and I was, like, answering calls, like, hi, hi, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, I would see families. And then this one lady came in, like, oh, I'm missing my um, my mocha latte or something like that. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get that out for you. And then, like, I would ho- like I would see somebody and then go into the secret room, go into the barista bar, make the mocha, and then, like, someone would come in, like, hey, I'll be with it in a second. And then I would come back out, and I would host that family. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. because as the espresso was coming out, I had 15 seconds to, like, yeah. seat this family. Boom. You're seated. Hey, your server's going to be right with you. Bam. And then I would go back into the barista room. Boom. Bop. And then uh, get the yeah. mocha in. Stir it up. Froth it. Ah, cool. And then, like, run it back out. Bring the mocha out. And the lady who got the mocha said, like, Oh, so nice. You can work with your brother. <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, well, wasn't there a twin over there? I said, no, that was me the entire, like the entire time. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> she, she's like, oh my God. And then, then she just left. <laughs> she's like, I'm so sorry to have disturbed you. Bye. Yeah. I was like, no, that was me the entire time. Yeah. So Jim would call me wonder twin sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I was so quick on my feet that like, I would like, Boss my ass at yeah. that job. And it was my it's still my favorite job to this yeah. date. Um but yeah, no, I like kitchen work. It's just like the reason why I'm not leaving my job right now is because um you know, one specific reason is because, you know, the other kitchen manager, like, we're a package deal. Mm-hmm. I told I told her that like, hey, I'm not leaving yeah. until you think it's okay to leave. But for yeah. now, we got a good thing running. Yeah. Like Am I bored at my job? Heck yes. I'm so bored. Yeah. I'm so bored. I get irritated, but I'm so bored. But you're a very loyal person. Yeah. And you want to make sure that she gets out because you know if you leave, she'll just stay there. Yeah. And there's other people I care about at the place where I'm just like my youth ministry instincts kick in more than my boredom does. Yes. So like in terms of like a scale, like am I more bored or am I more youth pastor? The youth Mm -hmm. pastor is just like already on the ground because it's just, you know, right there. Cause I care too much, I guess. I'm like, I'm like one of those guys who is like online dating. Like I care too much. And I, I like walks on the beach way too much. And, um, I never lie, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but no, I mean, I know I like restaurants. I know. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know what my favorite job was, but I feel like it was probably David's. Yeah, I know. I was very good at that, and I really enjoyed it. I liked being busy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's very weird. It's that weird balance of, like, not being so busy that you, like, are dying, but I liked that it was an active job. I liked that we had slow days every once in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I like I got to look at pretty dresses all day. Yeah. Like <laughs> I got to look at bridal dresses all day. Exactly. While I was a bride. And it was funny because everyone would ask me, like, oh, did you get your dress at David? I said, No, I didn't, but I wasn't working here when I bought it. That's fair. I didn't get it and let me t- I feel like I've said this before. I didn't get my dress at David's. I went to David's. I wanted to get a dress at David's, but I had the worst stylist. Mm-hmm. She it was busy, and I understand, but she didn't say, Hey, I'm sorry, it's busy. I can't just you know, I have, I have a couple different brides. Okay, fine. But she would like bring me dresses that I did not, that were nowhere near what I asked for mm-hmm. and didn't explain to me why she brought them instead. Right. Cause I, when I, when I was wedding dress shopping, I wanted a satin ball gown yes. cause we were going to get married in December and I love satin and it was beautiful and shiny. I loved it. And they didn't have them. Like it's satin's not really 
a popular one that David's would have. You have to go to like Kleinfeld, like somewhere like Kleinfeld, like a big place Mm -hmm. to get satin dress. But she wasn't explaining to me why she wasn't bringing me satin. She didn't say we don't have satin dresses, but this is similar. This is a similar style. This is this. She might want with a big giant bow on it after I said I don't like bows. Right. And I'm like, no. And she would bring me yeah. not ball gowns. Like she didn't bring me anything that I asked for mm-hmm. and wasn't explaining to me why. Like if I did that when I had a bride, I would say, well, we don't have that, but this is something that's really similar. It moves this way. I think it would match your body shape. Mm-hmm. Like explain it to them. Yeah. Or like, I'm sorry, we don't have like that designer doesn't have your sides and they are good. Like there was one designer, which I really wasn't a fan of. I don't remember his name. I know it was a male designer, but he only had sizes zero through six. Yeah. And like I would have a size 10 girl. I'm like, I'm sorry. He I know you like that dress, but that designer doesn't make it in your size. Yeah. I felt horrible saying that. Jeez. No, um, I wish I could go back to a favorite job, but. Yeah. No, David's did not pay enough. Yeah. Like, only reason the David's I was at paid enough was because it was the store in the area. When we moved and Mm. I went to a smaller store, oh, my God, I was making next to no money because there was no commission. Yeah. Like, three brides a day. But, yeah, no. um, It's just like thinking about that, you know. Like, you you always want to go to the job you really like, and I almost applied to a bank, and I'm like, "Mm." I did apply to that bank. You did. I haven't heard back yet. But I would really like to be a realtor. But that's going to cost me money because I need to get a license first. Yeah. $700 for a license. Well, it's not $700. It's like $2,000 for a license. I'm sorry. What? Um, so what? It's a, there's a list. It's, a break, it's broke down. So the classes, mm-hmm. the online classes, that the cheapest ones I could find for online classes is $700. And it's usually discounted to $500. Mm-hmm. You take the classes uh-huh. and then you have to pay for your exam. Uh-huh. Um, and then you have to... After you t- pass the exam, mm-hmm. you before you get your license, before you can apply for your license, which is some more money, yes. you have to um, get a firm to sponsor you. Yes. So they take you in, and then you want to prove that you can get your license. Okay. And then there's just other fees that build up, but they're at separate times. Like the exam is one time, this is one time, like this that's one time. And normally the brokerage firm that you're with, you have to pay for their system. Like my dad is currently licensed, but since he's not paying for his firm's um listing system, mm-hmm. he can't really do anything because he can't he doesn't have access to a system. Um you have to pay for a, access to like all the houses on sale and stuff. And, po- and like potential sales and things. Um, Sounds like a scam. But no, it's not. But the reason that I say I just need $500, $700 to get my license because that is the biggest upfront cost. Right. Because you have to pay for the classes mm-hmm. first. So I, Yikes. right now, I need like $700 because I was looking at the online thing. I was like, oh, well, $500 is just the classes but there's also an exam prep that you can buy like get additional so i need basically exam prep yeah so it's like test you can like test exam and things like that basically pretend this is the sats why does anybody become a realtor it sounds like because you can make once you get past this you can make good money same thing with like lawyer college yeah Law school costs a lot more than $700, though. I don't know. I'm just like, what? But that's what I'm saying. Like, you do, like, this is 700 bucks, and you can be making 90 grand a year. Yeah, they, they said the same thing at Avon to me. It's like, yeah. Okay, it's, that's a lot more difficult. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
I the reason I wanted to real real estate is because I know I can be good at it. Yeah. And I know I can make us money. Like, and that's really it. And even if I only do it as another part time thing, mm-hmm. I can still make an additional twenty grand a year. Right. You know. Yeah, I know. Like, I we we keep talking about it, and I'm just like, now they say two grand. I'm like, what the heck? In total, some of yeah, those, some still. of those, some of those things, it's like an annual fee of a hundred bucks. Oh my god. Anyways, but yeah. But again, you have to think it's an annual fee of hundred bucks, and you're making fifty to seventy grand a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not a lot once you start going. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I said, we keep talking about it. I'm just I like, know. wow, that's a there's a lot of upfront costs right there, but you but know. it's really the first part is getting past the classes. You have to take the classes. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, that's super wild. It is, and another reason why I need a new job so that I can buy classes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So, and like I said, with the whole upfront cost, it's just like to make the album. I only use um. FL Studios like stock plugins. Yeah. Like I really did just use them because stock plugins or like plugins to like get different sounds to put in. Like anything you hear um on like major albums, like that that's like a separate plugin. They're like Yeah. Um they they they're like upwards of like a, a grand. Yeah. Like $700 to a grand for just like a mm-hmm. like a package of sounds. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just like I can't afford that. Exactly. Which is why, like, I, I hate if I'm compared to, like, other bigger people. Yeah. When they have, like, the studio plugins to sound yeah. professional. in a professional studio. Yeah, exactly. So my string quartet could sound better if I had better plugins. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, those plugins are, like, $700 to a grand. Yeah. Now, like, why are they $700 to a grand? Uh, One is, I don't know. And two... <laughs> Uh, these are actual recordings, like from like Philharmonics, and they're like yeah. film. Like they're actually like someone took the time to record yes. these sounds, and these are like professional orchestra, yeah, like sounds, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of like licensing fees, and I don't know, I don't know why it's that much, but um, who am I to argue with someone who's yeah. done all, done all this? But um. It's a lot of work to make a plug-in, yeah. but dang, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. So that's why I just use stock plugins. Yeah. Because FL Studio was just, it was $200 mm-hmm. and there's plugins that you can already use. So I'm like, I'm just going to use that. So yeah, whatever, whatever. Yep. Money, 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 money. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Life sucks. Not like life sucks, but it's just like. But like it's, it's a struggle. Yeah, it's any, been a struggle. Anybody that says like money doesn't buy you happiness, I was just thinking that this morning. I'm like, whoever said that had to have been rich. Yeah, and like weren't happy. It's like, okay, I get that. Yeah, it no. can't. But it it's buys relief. you relief. Yeah, exactly. And that would help. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's not the answer to your problems. No, it's not going to solve all the problems in your life, but it'll help relieve you enough to figure out how to solve your problems. Yeah. Um. Chrissy Alessandro or uh, no, I can't remember her name. The one who did uh lower classy and then middle classy, like the two back to back uh comedy specials where uh she she was talking about in middle classy, mm-hmm. right? 
uh, she was saying like, oh yeah, since that last special, I made so much money. And they, anybody says money doesn't ha- buy you happiness, maybe not, but it buys you therapy. Mm-hmm. And it buys you better health care and yeah. it buys you. And then she's like saying, like, I went to a therapist and turns out I have um, severe depression. And I didn't know that because I was too poor to go to a therapist. That wasn't Taylor Tomlinson. No, that wasn't Taylor Tomlinson. No. No, no she's the one that talked about being bipolar. Yeah. Accidentally finding out. That no, she I love bipolar. Taylor Tomlinson's joke of um, with the dad and the peanut butter. I don't remember that she one. has a bit where like she was talking to her dad about like hey i'm I'm feeling a little depressed and like he's like oh you know just have a scoop of peanut butter i think you'll be fine oh, and it's yeah. like it's like all these men are just clutching to the peanut butter <laughs> in the storm of life like saying like i will not let go of this peanut butter <laughs> but you know taylor thompson is great I like if, if you haven't watched her special it's on netflix oh both of them both of them oh so funny yeah they are um oopsies but yeah so oh i remember who you're talking about you're talking the the um other person that you were talking about yeah where we share the same birthdays yes yeah um where we say january 6th yeah she's the one that the second one we watched i was like she looks very different yes exactly she looks like a totally different person Mm -hmm. but yeah she starts talking about how like the money has helped her so much yeah um and just like anybody that says that money does buy happiness, I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like, it's not, it's not going to relieve me of you know my suicidal thoughts. Yeah, it's not going to cure your depression. It's not going to cure my no. anxiety. But like, it's going to buy me comfort, and it's going to buy me therapy, and it's going to buy me, you know, like other things. It's going to buy me better whiskey to drown my sorrows. It would allow blah, us blah, to blah, have blah. a baby. Oh yeah, true that. Yeah, but no, like I don't know. It it allow it us to buy a house. I just like the memes that are going around that are saying it's like like people finally came out, coming out of lower class to middle class and then inflation happens and it's like a slap in the face like I said you're poor. <laughs> right? <laughs> I like those. This is like you finally get up and you finally get to middle class and then inflation rises like nope, you're poor. Yeah. It's like but no, I have enough money to be middle class now. It's like not anymore, son. Yeah. So just you know just, you know, government's just making sure that the poor stays poor. Yep. So. Basically. Not that we're poor. I would never call no, us poor. No, we're not poor, but we're not in the upper end of middle class. Yeah. I we're will. like, we are between lower middle class and middle middle class. Yes. We're right. in the middle of yes. lower middle class and middle middle class. Pretty much. <laughs> we're in that little sweet spot where we're not the poorest of the middle class Mm -hmm. but we're not as comfortable as regular middle class exactly (laughs) i'm just like really man why is inflation gonna be like this i know like i keep seeing the rise of just the price of blueberries i know like i'm not buying blueberries anymore because i just saw them go up and up and up and up i'm like what the heck like last year you had gotten me you had won that blender for me and when we first moved here, I was making smoothies and doing that. And that was like, I buy, I get smoothies, but all the fruit that I can eat costs so much money. Yeah. And I, it's just not worth making a smoothie. Yeah. Like, it's just different produce that's just going up and up and up in price. And like, it's different. Uh, coffee's going to go up in price very yeah. soon. If it's it's already starting to go up in price, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're going to see coffee prices going up because rain hasn't fallen in a coffee plantation. So there's yeah. less to go around. Mm-hmm. Meaning that they have to up their price. Yeah. And I've already seen coffee bags like go up in price. Yeah. So there's like a lot with the pandemic, yeah. with the lack of rainfall. Um, I understand why inflation's happening. Mm-hmm. I just hate that it's happening. Yeah. Like, see, and that's my problem 
when it comes to like the price of food, because I have so many allergies and dietary needs Mm -hmm. that my food can get expensive. Yes. Like it's really expensive. And it's like, I I struggle to like change my regular meals because it's like, what else am I going to eat that isn't going to bankrupt us? Like Mm -hmm. there are foods I'm like, oh, I could have that for lunch, but that would cost like 10 bucks a meal. Exactly. Like it would be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it would just be too much. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like I have very limited options for what I can eat for breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Now, thank goodness I was able to, and unfortunately you weren't able to. Yeah. Uh, I was able to uh, refinance my student loans. Yes. Finally. Because, just barely. Yeah. Because they didn't, they're not going to listen to this. No. But they ask you to put in your paycheck. And the whole like income to debt ratio, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't get a lower payment because you don't make enough for a lower payment. Like, that makes no sense. Again, once again, I understand. I understand the system because they want to make sure you make enough to pay for your yeah pay every month. I get it, but it in on paper it sounds like. Hey, you want a lower payment? Yes, you don't make enough for making a lower payment. So I'm like, but so that's I, why I need a lower payment. Yeah, it's like so. And by lower payment, I mean, like, lower interest rates. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, so when I make enough so that I can afford the payments, that's when you give me the lower payments. Yeah. But when I don't make enough to make the higher payments, and I don't make enough to, here's the thing, I don't make enough to make that lower payment, but you trust me enough to make the higher payment? Exactly. That's what drives me crazy, too. It's like, I. Like, you don't pay, you don't, you don't trust me to pay $400. Yeah. But you trust me to pay $600? Yeah. So I finally got my student loans refinanced from $650 rising. Mm-hmm. Like it was going up every single month. Um, I don't even want to know what mine is this month. It's going to be so high. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Uh, but then finally I worked yeah. a week where I did so a much overtime hours. I worked so many hours. Um, and I put in, and I put in that paycheck. They didn't mm-hmm. ask for the last two. They only asked for the latest. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, you make enough. I'm like, <laughs> you didn't see on the paycheck how many hours I worked, did you? Maybe I should try that if they put my bonus on the paycheck. Actually, yeah. I think they're two different paychecks, though. I, I think, think so. They pay them out separately, but if oh it yeah, does. we just we said on the date that it's in, it's on an off week. So. Yeah, I think it is Never separate. Mind. But if it is, if it is on the same one, or after I get a raise in February. Yes, we'll but try. like, but yeah, so it's just yeah. So we tried. Yeah, for me. Because Adam started going into work really early on Wednesday mornings. Yes. So I was working two hours overtime, whereas on a normal day, if I have the energy to work overtime, I work maybe 20 to 30 minutes overtime. Mm -hmm. Um, But on Wednesdays, if I, again, if I have the energy, I can work two hours of overtime before work. Mm -hmm. And so there was one paycheck where I did it two weeks in a row. I was like, all right, maybe that'll be enough because I get time and a half for overtime. Yes. Still was not enough. Yeah. They literally, they didn't even ask to see my paycheck. Yeah. They just downloaded our bank account and was like, nope, not enough. I'm like, it's the same bank account of one you approved. Yeah. Like, that's what drives me crazy, I think, the most is that when they didn't even ask for my paycheck, they just looked at our bank account and was like, no. I'm like, but you have this bank account in your system and you said yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, two weeks ago. Once again, like, I understand. I understand the rules. I understand the debt to... Uh, debt to income ratio. Yeah, I understand. Of course, I understand why they're doing it, but you have to understand that's also there's stupid. Such a fault in that system. Yeah, it's very stupid. It keeps and don't get me started on credit scores, dude. 
Oh my god, I hate credit scores. I don't even look at mine anymore. Well, like credit scores are so outlandishly stupid. They are. Like it, it, it tells you. Like I still remember my lowest credit score was five fifty, and that's yeah. when I was just out of college. I couldn't afford to make. Yeah. When I got out of college, Sally Mae was asking me to pay thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars a month. No, I think lot. it was sixteen hundred. It was between thirteen hundred. It was a lot. Yeah, thirteen hundred and sixteen hundred. It was a, above a thousand. Phone with Sally Mae at least two times a week. I was like, dude, I'm just out of college. Like, what are you talking about? Sixteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah. They're like, well, da, 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 well we da, gave da, you six months to find a job. It's like great. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I, there's no way I can make like sixteen hundred, and I fought. To like get that down yeah. to like seven hundred, yeah, you know, and even then I wasn't making payments on time, so it went all the way down to like five fifty credit score. Yeah, now my credit score is pretty nice. Luckily, see, I was very lucky in high school. Mm-hmm. The teacher that actually we met in his class, um, I had him again as a senior, I think, in high school. Yes, and he took his job very seriously. He was one teacher in a Philadelphia high school that he really cared about us. Oh, my God. What? My credit score went, like, so down. What'd you pay off? Uh, Maybe it was that, like, closed account from the last thing I... I... Yeah. So there's a closed account because I refinanced. Oh, yeah, that's why. When you refinanced, it paid off a big debt. Oh, that's so stupid. That's okay. It'll go up because you just reopened a new debt. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I need to check mine. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Ugh. Yeah. I hate credit scores, but, dude. And that's the thing. If you pay yeah. off debt, you're punished for it. Exactly. And it's just like, what the heck? Yeah. I remember one time we paid off one of my credit cards. Yes. And my thing dropped like five points. I'm like, what the heck? Mine dropped 50 points. Well, you paid off a giant student loan. Yeah. That's a lot of debt. That's what I mean, though. I'm just like, what the heck? So anyways, I hate um, credit scores. Yeah. But anyway, I was saying um, with my teacher in high school. Yes. Uh, um, it's not letting me in. I'll do it in a minute. Um, not about to so close out the show soon anyway. He, so he really cared about us. He wanted to make sure that he was setting us up for life. He went off curriculum in, in Philadelphia High School, mm-hmm. public high school. Like, you don't really go off curriculum. But he went off right. curriculum. He brought in credit card um, offers mm-hmm. for all of us to look at. And he explained to us how to choose a credit card, when to get a credit card. And he said, you get a credit card your junior year of college. Mm-hmm. He's like, this way. He's like, and you use it on gas, on socks, things you need to buy, and you can pay them off. Mm-hmm. And he explained to us how to use it. How do He said, but you get it your junior year of college so that when you graduate, you have credit to get an apartment, mm-hmm. to buy furniture. Yes. And to do all these things. So that's what I did. When I was a junior in college, I got my credit card. I used it on gas. I used it on like groceries here and there. Just random things that I was going to pay for anyway. Mm -hmm. Not that I had money because I was always transferring money between my accounts. But I did it. And I had figured it out. And I had a system. Mm -hmm. And when I left college, I I had my college loans with Wells Fargo. Yes. They financed my college. When I got out, they wanted me to pay $800 a month. Yes, I remember that. But I had more loans than you. So the fact that I was only offered $800 a month means that I had a good credit score exiting college. Yeah. Um, And then I was able to refinance mm-hmm. like right away. Yes. Like I got approved for, and that's the, I you use the same company I did, mm-hmm. but I was able to refinance still with a co-signer. But I still had a good enough credit that they approved me mm-hmm. and I could do it because I had prepared a credit score. Whereas mm-hmm. you were exiting college with 
nothing but debt. Exactly. So I love being in debt. It's so much fun. I love credit scores. I love debt to income ratios. It yeah. makes the poor stay poor. It makes me so happy. Um, I think I'm just going to close out the show here on that note. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, get your finances straight. Stop going to college. Mine yeah. went up one point. What the heck? Anyways. Um, <laughs> so stay out of college. Honestly, stop going to college. I People all the time. One message I will always say to people. If you're just like, oh, well, I just want to go to college because, you know, it was my dream to go. Why? Why? Yeah. Like, not not to become something, but just to graduate college. Stop going into debt for no reason. It's just a piece of paper that's useless. And it's going to yeah. get you in so much debt. And you're you only go to college if what you want to do absolutely requires it. Lawyer, doctor, yeah. nerd. Like or if you're going I- absolutely for free. Yeah. Or if you're going for 100% free. Might as well go. Might as well. Like if you're getting such a massive discount yeah. on college, like a like ninety percent, no, nothing lower. If it's eighty nine percent, stop going. Like stop going to college. Yeah. Like it, it, you're you're just ruining the the entire economy. You can't buy local because you can't afford local. Yeah. It college is a detriment to the society. I hate it. Like if our kid wants to go to college, cool. I will support you in any way I can. I am paying for it. Yeah, but we're not paying, and that's the thing. I will not give our child any impression that I will be paying for it. Yeah, and I'm going to let them know, like, hey, here's how much I paid after yeah. college, and it sucked. And so. again, but that's the thing. I don't think our kid would go to college unless, again, unless it's a degree they need, because we wouldn't put that on them. No. Whereas, like, growing up, it was put on everyone our age. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to go to college. Otherwise, you'll be poor. Yeah. Turns out I'm poor <laughs> because out, I went to college. College made me poor. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just going to end it there. Yeah, we could go on with this for hours. Yeah. So thanks again for listening to What's the Biz. Uh, stay out of college, everybody. Stop doing <laughs> college. Uh, hope to see you in the next one. Hope I didn't offend anybody. I don't know. I don't know. Just cancel me I don't think we did. I don't know. Anyways. Maybe the student loan companies, but who cares? Maybe. Thanks for listening. Jesus loves you. Bye. Toodles.